name is Janelle. I'm Liz. I'm Ivy. I'm Brooklyn. I'm Tori. And we are just so excited. We're, we're back. We're back. We're back, yeah. Yeah. We know it has been a second, and um, God has honestly taken us all through just a little bit of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And so we really wanted to talk to everybody about it. Um, we're happy Brooklyn's back. Yes. Yay. I know some of you were asking, so here she is. Yes. The Brooklyn. one and only. Yeah, Yay. Brooklyn. Say give, give him something. So happy to be here. <laughs> she lost her voice. By I the way. lost my voice, <laughs> um, but I still am happy to be here. <laughs> we felt really bad because we've taken so much time, and we were aware that we weren't faithful. Um, faithful to the Lord, but not to you. Um, and <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just kidding. But basically, um, we just kind of wanted to talk about how rough everything was. I know that's how I started off our conversation last time. We've tried to record this podcast more than once, if I'm just being honest. And um, it just wasn't really flowing out, and I'm grateful because I think God's timing is pretty perfect. So we had talked about our last semester in school. We all are in school together. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right, there it is. And, um, and yeah, it was just really, like, hard, and it was, like, not the best time. And so I think we want to talk about, like, what we learned. We were just all so individually stressed and on different pages. And, yeah, so I guess I'm going to ask, like, what was the hardest thing? for you in this last semester I don't think there's anything like specific like Mm -hmm. any one thing just like not that I was like doing anything like super crazy but just like carnal is like it's just (laughs) like the word like being just in my flesh a lot of the time and it's not like I was doing anything like super crazy super like oh like what are you doing but it's just like like I was kind of like going through the motions I think for myself like if I'm being completely completely transparent like I just I was doing everything that I was supposed to do also very busy as a creative arts team secretary it was a lot and it was just like putting us to work (laughs) (laughs) it was like it was a lot of you know it was good experience but I was just like super busy and I put a lot of things ahead of what I knew that I was supposed to do or just like the things that should be doing daily like more of prayer fasting all that stuff I did that but I definitely like could have done a lot more so that obviously like affected my everyday and then the entire semester was just like I don't know it was just like there's like no word for it like to really like describe it as a whole it was just like muddy like it was like like, that's the best best (laughs) I (laughs) got Do you know, how was your last semester? <laughs> Thank you, Brooklyn, for asking. No, <laughs> um, my last semester, sorry, I'm talking so much at the beginning of this, but, um, or I guess, like, a bad thing that happened to me. Oh, goodness. Oh, man, just thinking about it again is, like, really a lot. Um, I would say, I feel like I got really lost for a minute, not in salvation or anything, but just, like, I don't know, the focus of Jesus, like, I would pray every single day, and I would talk to God, but it was like, you know, when your heart's not in it, or it doesn't click, and it just, like, you don't mean to check off, like, check boxes, but you just start doing it, and so I feel like, I honestly feel like I started to drift away from, like, the heart of what God has called me to, and, like, being at a Bible college, like, you want to be on fire constantly, Mm -hmm. and I just kind of felt like my fire was dwindling, and I just was, like, getting progressively more carnal, but I couldn't control it. I couldn't, yeah, I, like, had literally, like, no self-control. I felt like my mouth, I would say the wrong things, and I'd find myself in the wrong moments. I would, like, 
literally woke up one day and I was like, I just didn't like who I was. And I was really, I got really busy. I became the music secretary of our school, praise God, um, by the literal grace of God. And then I just stopped hanging out with all my friends. And I just woke up one day and I literally had like no friends. And I was like, I'm hanging out with the same two people, though I still love them. I was just like, this is not, I don't like this. And I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. And I felt really stuck. And it was kind of a scary place to be. Because you just don't have any anyone to lean on. Or like a body to edify you. Or you to edify. And yeah. That's, that's, that was my semester. Ivy, what about you? One of the most challenging like points for me, I think, last semester was... I remember I shared this with Olive. There was like one week where... It was honestly like... It was really like... Like it really touched my heart. But people were coming up to me at random times random points and giving me compliments like Ivy like I really like this about you or you're such yeah. a great person because of this and this and that right so it was like almost like every other day let's say like it was just like happening right and I was like okay cool like thanks but like inside I was like like I feel like I finally have gotten to a good place with most people but I wasn't happy like who I was for yeah. myself like and I still wasn't content. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was like, I'm not fulfilling like, like what I where I should be. Like I'm like attending to others, but not to myself. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, it was kind of a moment where I was like, okay, like even if I please everybody else, like it's my life, and like I'm here for me, and I'm not doing like that for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was kind of, it was a turning point there. Clearly. How did that make you feel? Like you just said. Well, yeah, it just made me feel like, oh, man, like, I was, like, it, I wasn't satisfied with, like, who I was. You know, Like, I wasn't happy with who I was in that moment. Like, I was just, like, that's cool, like, if other people see me that way, but I was just, like, I'm not there for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the most important person is, like, for myself is me right now. I don't know if that makes sense. That is beautiful. That, yeah, that is good. It does make sense. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> sure if I was delivering correctly okay, or not. Yeah. Kind of lost, lost within yourself. Yeah, like. kind of like what you had said. Um, it was an interesting semester. Um, I feel like a lot happened for me. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think it just started out. It was okay. The semester was okay, and then from there it just went downhill. Like I wanted to go home a lot of the time. Like I oh just. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just. Yeah, that was a big one. That yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it was just, like, I don't even know. Like, my friendships, it wasn't, like, to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the worst. I literally called my dad and cried, and I was like, can you pick me up, please? Oh, my goodness. So he told me to make it to a landmark, and if I wanted to go home, he would pick me up. I'm still here. Praise God. <laughs> anyway. That's a testimony in this Praise God. Anyways, I was talking to a friend tonight, and we were talking about, like, our last, like, last semester. And I told her it was, it was kind of lonely, like, but I was, like, sad. And she's like, you know what? I went through the same thing. And she was like, but I had to realize that she's like, it didn't take me a while. And it, I, it happened for me too, but it didn't take me a while to realize like, because I would just say, oh, it's just a lonely season. Like God just wants me to go through this. But I don't think being in a lonely season means like being so sad. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Like there's a difference between being depressed and sad and like whatnot and being lonely. And there's a difference between being lonely with God. And so it was kind of like a sad vibe type of thing. <laughs> sad life. Yeah. And then it was just, I feel I did feel like spiritually, like I was being tested a lot and 
you know, there was a lot of growing things that I went through, like just, you know, uh, finding out about myself and learning, okay, this is who I want to be, this, oh no, I don't want to be this. But I had to experience certain things this semester to realize where I needed to be right now. Um, so that was just even in friendships, even in just myself. So it was just a little rocky, but honestly, like where I'm at today, I feel so excited for this semester and just with myself. And like another thing was I hadn't felt like myself. I don't know what it was, if it was like quarantine, like a rollover of quarantine where I just, I know this sounds so petty, not even petty, just drama as a girl, but like my outfits, they have lacked so much because oh <laughs> no listen you we'll gotta understand <laughs> you gotta understand like me I love to dress fun and all that stuff and I felt like I was just blank like I just wasn't happy like I don't know I had gotten like I feel like almost insecure in a sense because I was like like I just felt like ugly every day like I was like at the end of the last semester yeah. and I was like ew and then like even my outfits I was like what is going on? What is going on? <laughs> but um, we're, we're getting it back together, you know. But, yeah, it is that. Uh, well, I'm, I dress the same, which is not good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But a lot of what Liz said was what I was going to say, especially about loneliness. That's one thing that I really had to learn about. Um, this semester, one big change was that I live on the back now. Yay! When I I really I was okay with living back there. Um, I moved over the summer, and I was like, my mindset was I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, I just want to be by myself. Like, it's fine because you know, like when you live in the front, you're like you're like a party girl. Yeah, you know, like yeah, 100%. yeah, it's like the party girl, and then like the but there are like some party girls in the back. I have learned. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Wanda. It's a different party. Wanda. It's oh, a different party in Jasmine. the Jasmine. That's you. Oh, yeah, Wanda Wednesdays. Anyway. <laughs> Basically, I knew I was going to room with Nina, who is my best friend. And she was the only person that I wanted to hang out with. I didn't want to talk to anybody else. Because I really just. I just was not feeling friendships. I wasn't feeling like being all social. I. I kind of went through like a lot of like a sad season during the summer and so I was like I just want to be by myself like I don't want to have to talk to anyone which is not me at all yeah. like I'm very extroverted and everything like that so my one friend in the world just kidding I have other friends but the that person she didn't end up coming back to be my roommate so now I come back and I'm like okay I don't feel close to anyone I live in the back and I don't know anyone back here. Um, and I just, I, I went through a time of loneliness, like Liz said, but you can definitely put yourself and dig yourself in a hole of deeper and deeper loneliness. Yeah. That's not God called. Um, I remember I would just call my mom crying and it'd be like, I don't know, I'm not happy. Like, I don't like, I don't have any friends to go to Costco with. Like, I just have Tim. And his car doesn't work anymore. <laughs> anyway, just kidding. But anyway, I would just, she'd be like, Brooks, you need to go outside. Like, you need to be around people. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. Like, I don't, I don't want to go, like, be with these people. Like, what if 
it was really like me learning about insecurities that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that was a big change, I took out of um, music for the college, which is something I love. But I had a lot of confidence in music, and it was confidence in music only. It wasn't like confidence in other areas of my life. Um, so I really like I took off music, and that kind of also brings me out of like the social crowd. So I just I really went through this time of loneliness, but. I think I found a balance between like, okay, there's a time where you can be by yourself and meditate and just think on things, mm-hmm. but you also have to push yourself to be out of these times of sadness, yeah. to be out of times yeah. of like overthinking, because let me tell you what, that is what I have learned, that I am <laughs> an overthinker, <laughs> but you don't have to be, you know, like you can control things even if you feel like you can't, you know, yeah. like, and God will help you through like these times of yeah. loneliness or things like that. So I would say that's my semester. I think, yeah, you really made a good point because I think when we allow ourselves to just sit there and really just be sad, you then are allowing it to consume you and just, like she said, like dig yourself in a hole where it's like you really are in a pit and then it's like, well, no one likes me, no one this, no one da-da-da-da, but really you are the one who has dug the hole and placed yourself in the hole, you know? So, I mean... Yeah, it's I, kind of, yeah. I feel like it was crazy because we were. T- I feel like individually and together, we ended up talking about the fact that like everyone was like having the same semester, mm-hmm. but like nobody was talking about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everyone was yeah. feeling the literal same things, like just not themselves, isolated, dep- I, like honestly, probably depressed. You know, just like really like like an ungodly type of like isolation. I yeah. feel like more than anything, and. It was bringing out, I feel like, so many ugly parts of character. And I remember praying at one part of last semester and saying, like, God, if it has to get uglier before it gets prettier, before, like, you, you know, like, it all turns around, like, okay, like, if that's what it takes for things to, like, come out. Yeah. For myself, for my character, or for, like, our student body, or for our school, then okay. And then I remember it, like, went into, like, gear, and then it was like, oh, it got ugly. Oh, yeah. Really ugly. Yeah, when you kind of feel like the whole world's coming against you, but the truth is, is those situations... When all those bad parts of your character really come out, you really learn, like, humility, I feel like, is the mm-hmm. biggest concept. And that's where, honestly, God resides, right? Like, we learn that, like, God, he resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Like, wherever there is pride or confidence in yourself, even the slightest, like, God can't be there. And so, yeah, so I guess with that statement, I'd say, like, what did you guys learn from your moments of isolation last semester? Like, what was the thing that God gets the glory for, you know? I mean, something that's very, it's an obvious answer and it's an obvious solution, but, like, prayer. Yeah. Because, like I said before, like, I wasn't, I was praying, but I definitely wasn't, like, you know, doing it to the extent that I knew that I should have or, like, pushing myself to go further. Um, And so, like, prayer is obviously something that we need, but, like, there's, like, a point where you reach where it's, like, like you're praying and like you know it starts off as like you're just kind of praying out of Mm -hmm. like you know that's your time you know you kind of need to fill it but then it's like (laughs) (laughs) like I mean that's how it is sometimes yeah and maintaining your relationship yeah if you will and so and then like then like once like things got like really hard and I was like obviously that wasn't cutting it like just like going in for the daily the daily hour or whatever um 
like going past that and like pushing until like I actually like felt something and like mm-hmm. you know felt something from God then like pushing and going past that then like I wanted to be there because like yeah. at first like when I would go in like yeah. I was just like oh gosh I don't want to be here I don't want to do this yeah. like this yeah. is just like a chore but like after like being in it and like being more disciplined about it like then it was like I know that I need this and like mm-hmm. it's the only thing that's like making me like you know it's helping me it's like the yeah. only like the life yeah. like breath like a f- breath what is it a fresh air Fre- yeah <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, fresh. Fresh. Uh, breath. 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 fresh fresh yeah. fresh and fresh and breath. Breath. I was gonna say a fresh of breath air <laughs> oh my god that doesn't that doesn't sound right um but yeah prayer and like talking it out with like <clears throat> I know that I talked to there's a lot of people that talk to Pastor Morgan Ellis, but, like, oh, talking to him and, like, my parents and stuff, like, because for a minute, like, I was just, like, not talking about it. Like, I just yeah. wasn't talking about it. Like, I was like, it it's either. just me. Like, I'm just going through this. I can't talk about it with anyone. And then finally, like, I opened up and it was like, okay, like, I'm not alone in this. And I there are ways to deal with this. And so that was, that was it, just pushing and. I think I'm on the same page with Tori. Like, it sounds so cliche, but it really was prayer. I think I just got to the point where I was so tired of dealing with what I was dealing with every day that I was like, okay, God, literally, like, I know you're the only person that changed this. Yeah. Like, it's like, after you rely on yourself so much, you're like, I'm not doing anything. Like, you're just, you're hurting yourself, you know? And it's like, I thought of that scripture, like, come all you who are weary and burdened, like, and I will give you rest. So I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. And another big one was, like, seeking counsel. I had never done it. Like, I know that sounds so bad. And I just, like, I've always just kept things to myself. Yeah. Like, if I deal, if I have a problem, I'll deal with it with myself. Like, I don't like to be problematic type of thing. Is like, and, like, I had to learn, like, another thing was, like, I always felt like, I don't want to be a burden to someone or I don't want to be dramatic or I don't want to seem like I'm this or that. Like, you know what I mean? And it just, it really did get to a rough point where I was like, I need to talk to someone, you know? And so I went, Morgan Ellis. Man, look at God use him. I know, really. And then it was like, it like gave me the assurance I needed that like, Liz, this is part of the growing process, but this is normal, you know? Like, yes, it hurts but this is normal and it's essential for what is to come, you know, within yourself, but in your relationships and like just everything, you know, because it was just like, I I didn't know what to do. And like, so, I mean, that was another thing is just like seeking counsel. It's okay to seek counsel. It's okay to talk to people. It's okay to not be okay and find help. No, like, it's okay, you know? Like, you don't have to deal with it on your own. And I think sometimes it's hard to just suck up your pride and just be like, yeah. I need help, you know? Yeah. I feel like that reminds me of, like, in James, like, the book of James, where it talks about, like, confessing your faults one to another and, like, the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much, right? Like, that's the concept of yeah. it. Like, once you say those things, like, you can <gasps> pray with each other, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's so good. So that was one thing that I dealt with to this semester was facing facing the problems oh like david is a big help shout out to you david (laughs) love you 
um he really has helped me a lot where he's just like no you need to face this now and I'm like I don't want to and he's like no Liz like he doesn't let me move on until I have fixed it and I have faced it and like it's hard when it's like you don't realize there's a lot more flaws in you than you think you know Mm -hmm. and facing them it's scary because it's like once I face them or once I voice them this is how I work. Once I voice a problem or a situation, I then have to fix it. Yeah, then you're accountable. Yeah, exactly. And so there was, like, some things I had I had already knew, but I've never voiced it. So it was okay because I was dealing with it inside. But he was like, no. And so when I told him, like, I just flat out, like, he helped me. And he was like, okay, we're facing this, you know. And, like, find a friend, you know. Someone, we're, I mean, even us. We're here. I'm like, message us, DM. Yeah, DM us. My number is three six. Joking. And I was like, oh, God, yeah, go ahead, joking. girl. We're here. Yeah, we are here definitely. though. And I, I agree with you. I've personally learned, like, I don't know. I guess a little bit. I, I've learned I'm a perfectionist, believe it or not. And um, I just learned, like, a lot of my life, I was very much a square. I did things exactly how I should have. I never broke any rules. And I was just, like, perfect in my own mind, which sounds very prideful because it is. And and so literally, like, through last semester, I feel like God, obviously I knew I was flesh. I knew I needed Jesus, but I would always lean on him the best of my ability. And it was, like, for the first time, like Tori said, like, I was just, like, mega carnal, but, like, with the guise of, like, maintaining spirituality, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And, um... I feel like God really showed me, like, there's nothing, no sin that's too far from you. Like, you really honestly think, like, you can keep it together on your own. Like, that's not true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for every little thing. And I, the concept I really learned, and it really helped me, and it still is helping me, and I praise God, is one, like, the grace of God is ridiculous and amazing, and I'm so undeserving of it. So, like ridiculously like it's like oh man it blows my mind like how lost you really can be within your own self but God you know what I mean like it's just like oh my gosh the way he can just turn it around in two seconds is ridiculous and the second thing is like even the little things like the things I can think I can handle like for instance like I said I work with the music stuff like if I, I think Janelle Korn you know can handle like scheduling a team of people like I can still handle that like easy peasy mm-hmm. lemon squeezy I got this but I think God was really, sh- he has showed me, like, even the things you think you can bear, like that, like something that little, like in your own flesh, like, give it to me. Yeah. Like, I can, I'm going to be your strength. Like, I'm going to yeah. be the one that empowers you to do it. And then the big thing's just the same. So it's like, doesn't matter the size, doesn't matter if I think I'm capable. Like, it's going to be the Holy Ghost working through me. Like, I'm going to walk in the spirit yeah. to not fulfill that lust of the flesh. You know, like, to try and get that little glory or anything. Yeah. Give room to the devil in any way. So I honestly, or my flesh, I should say, in, in any way. So I, that was something for me. Like, it was, like, the true leaning on Jesus. Because, yeah, no matter how you slice it, I was, like, leaning a little bit on Janelle. You know? Yeah. And, uh, it ruined me. If I could only tell you the things, you know, <laughs> that I probably involved myself in I shouldn't have. I'm not proud of it. No, it's okay. I didn't do drugs or anything, though, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Honestly, I love what Janelle said about leaning on God. Yeah. I really feel like that's something I learned, too. But mine was more of a sense of, like, like how I had said that I was so confident in music, but nothing else. So I really feel like I found my personality in being an extrovert and being, like, someone who sings all the time, like, 
someone who goes out all the time, like, like I'm like, people know me for not doing my homework, you know, like, I'm chilling. <laughs> like, it was like a joke, you know, like, I, I really, like, saw myself through the lens of, like, okay, I like music, I like people to laugh. You know, I like to make, excuse yeah. me, I like to make people laugh. And I really feel like God stripped me of those things. And he was like, I'm the one that's going to make you who you are. Yeah. Um, and I, I always had this mindset growing up of when you feel down about yourself, just think of the things that you're good at. Think of the things that, like, make you make you happy and everything. But you can't truly find your confidence in those things. Mm-hmm. You can't truly say, like, okay, like, but I'm okay because I sing a lot and people like, like people like me because you know like they think I sing good no that's not who I am that's not what makes me who I am the only reason why I have that gift is because of God you know every situation everything that I have I'm like God you make people laugh at my jokes like they can't even <laughs> laugh at my jokes without you you know so yeah, I really feel like that. I learned that's good Sorry. I really feel like I learned to be like Brooklyn Jesus Christ Sanders. Not Brooklyn first, obviously, but just like <laughs> yeah, no, to, I have, you. to have yeah. Jesus be like, this is who I am, you know, like, and, and I don't have identity. to. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, just to, just to really find myself in God, not through things that I am. That's so awesome. Things that he's given me. I would agree with what all of you said. Um, I think one thing that I really like I guess it was, like, an observation that I seen was that, like, without God being our our main focus, like, we lost our focus. Therefore, we all got lost. And then at the end, we didn't even realize, like, who we all were. Like, yeah. we're all kind of, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. who even am I at this point, you know, without God? Yeah. Because it's, like, he wasn't our focus yeah. anymore. So, like, definitely that was something that I saw because like then carnalities came out yeah. then like certain parts of people's characters i'd never seen before came out um and even within myself like you know what i mean just like all these things and i was like where is all this you know like <laughs> coming from but it was all the whole root of it was that our focus wasn't on god it oh, was on so all these other and like i remember pastor lopez said it once like we were all working so much for god but like we weren't even spending the time with god like yeah. himself so I think that was, like, one thing I really, um, it was, like, an observation that I seen. And then, like, another thing for myself was that, like, we're all, we're all still young and we're here to create our foundation, right, and to, like, learn these things. Therefore, like, we're all going to make mistakes and, like, this is, like, our safe place mm-hmm. to, like, learn these things. And we're here for ourselves also. Like, we're here to... I don't know if that sounds like selfish but in a sense like sometimes you have to be selfish because like you really have to like figure out who you are right now so you don't spend the rest of your life like trying like you know being lost within yourself so that was like another thing is like learning to like really focus on on myself at the end of the day because like I'm living my life you know what I mean yeah like, you don't want to function out of insecurity yeah. for the rest of your life. You have kids, you get married. And, yeah, exactly. And if those things are still blistering, then you're not going to properly yeah. fulfill those roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I, it's actually crazy. You talked about us forgetting our focus, like, on Jesus. Because I remember through this 
concept, one of my favorite concepts, right? It's Deuteronomy 6, 4, where it's like, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. And then it continues on, right, in that chapter. And it talks about, like, you'll write it on your forehead, write it on your wrists, and, like, you'll have it on, like, the doorpost, I think it is, and, like, you'll basically read it, you'll see it, like, in your sittings, in your uprisings, when you, like, lay down, and when you... Well, lay down, go to sleep. I guess the same thing. But um, when you <laughs> when you walk, and you're going, when you're going and you're like coming. Blessing, yeah. song. Oh, you're right. We should sing it right now. <laughs> no, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I remember reading that, and it ministered to me so much. Sometime last year, God reminded me of it. Like after all this, because like like that concept, I forgot. And I just remember thinking, because I would think about the children of Israel, and I'm like, man, like I wonder why God was like so obsessive like you know what I mean I know that sounds funny but like and you're sitting like right on your wrist put it on your forehead like put it everywhere put it constantly constantly yeah. constantly I'm like it's pretty easy to remember you know in my mind that's what yeah. I was thinking and I was like whoa it was almost like God knew how forgetful we can be as human beings yeah. and all those times people always say like you should be careful how much you judge you know children of Israel yeah. reading all these stories because you know how it ends because you read the story but when you're in it you know, you don't have food to eat and there's like a million people like you're probably also going to be wondering like how yeah. are we going to eat um, bread's going to come from heaven. What in the world is that, you know? And it's crazy because you really can't forget when everything starts to get a little rough. And so I just remember thinking, well, like, God knew, like, that we needed that principle, yeah. like, to write it, yeah. to remember it, and to yeah. dwell on it constantly. And so it also helps because when I do forget things and I do mess up, well, one, I know God has never been the type to be like, okay, y'all forgot three times. I'm dropping you. You really don't get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's so faithful to, like, remind us, mm -hmm. which is so nice of him because he really doesn't have to repeat himself. You know what I mean? Like, if he said it once and I'm over here not loving the Lord that God with all my heart, he should probably drop me. But he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it's kind of crazy that you said that because that's also something that's carried me through because I'm just like, okay, like, I promise this time I'm going to be good at it. And I'm not saying I'm going into it thinking I'm going to forget, yeah. but just in case. Yeah. Like, I know it's okay. Yeah, I know you guys can't see, but, like, Janelle does have it tattooed on her forehead. I do. <laughs> I just and got on it. Her wrist. Fresh ink, dude. And yeah, Victoria. Like and on room five. <laughs> I know. Room five. I'm room, room four. four. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever room. Shout out to you. But um, yeah, definitely just that concept. One thing that I thought was interesting about, um, I think Liz was. Yeah, it was Liz. I don't know why I'm acting like I think. Liz <laughs> said something that really stood out to me. Um, about being vulnerable with, like, leaders and uh, ministers. And I think that really comes from being in a pastor's home. Because, like, growing up, my I viewed my pastor as my dad. Yes. You know? And so I'd be like, oh, tell my dad my stuff. <laughs> like, that's my life. None of his business. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yep. yeah. <laughs> it is. I love my dad. Amen. Me yes. Too. Love ya. And I just think, like, it's so important, like, now that I'm, when I came to school, they were, they said, like, okay, this is your pastor now, and I was like, that's, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, You're not mm. my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and honestly, the first person that I did open up to was Morgan Ellen. Oh, Morgan. We should have him on here when he's, he's my cousin. Just want to let he's you know. He's also my cousin as well. Yeah. He's my dad. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Anyway, but I just think it's so important to have that person in your life that you can really open up to. And I feel like 
sometimes you can feel ashamed, like what Liz was saying. And I remember just thinking, like, I don't want anyone to know that I'm going through this. Like, I'm already supposed to have this down. Oh, I'm in my third year of Bible school. I'm supposed to be a scholar. Like, people have their <laughs> lonely seasons during their sophomore year, and yeah. I didn't. And just thinking all of these things of, like, reality is it's comparing yourself to someone else in their walk. But we don't realize what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, girl. Hallelujah. But, like... You know, we feel like no one else, like, needs to go to anybody else to have these talks of, like, I'm going through this. This is what I'm dealing with. But reality is you really do need to have that, like, person that's keeping you accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's a friend, parent, you know. I just think, like, it's interesting to think because I'm not one to, like, spill my tea to. Like, I don't don't like to talk about my insecurities. I don't like to talk about things that I'm working on. Because I want to seem like I'm put together, yeah. you know? But I think it's just a sense of, like, I'm open because I want to grow. Yeah. And yeah. I'm open because it's going to make me better. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys learned that you can think of right now that just carrying you through in this time? Maybe hopes you have for the future? And Natalie's looking forward to being official with Dan. <laughs> hey. Hey, go ahead, go ahead, We're girl. putting our podcast. You know, I'm going to keep that in there, girl. I've never Dan? mentioned his name. <gasps> you Ooh. put on the story. Oh, that's really, yeah, that's already over, girl. Okay, what down. if we said what we hope for each other? Okay, okay I like it. Oh, my I'm gosh. Ready. This is so okay. good. Okay, we're going to say what we hope for each other. I think the thing I hope for Ivy, honestly, I really hope that in God's perfect timing, but I really can't wait to see Ivy just flourish into the woman that and continue to prepare the ground that God is asking her to for her ministry that God is preparing and also like for like her husband I think those two things like to see like how you prepare the ground outside of just the foundation of your walk with God like as you continue to build on those foundational blocks I can't wait to see like how you handle those challenges because they absolutely are like growing pains so I can't wait to see, and I can't wait to see more of, like, the flaws in your character, I think, because we're friends. I get to see the ugly stuff, so I'm really excited. I'm being honest. I am so Sorry. excited, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Maybe we'll fight one day. That's also my hope. I'm just Don't She's do like, it. I look forward oh, to my word. <laughs> yeah. So, my turn. I like this. Brecky. Yay. So... Um, as Brookie said, like she was taking a break from not only the podcast, mm-hmm. not only music, not only people, <laughs> but yes, like it was kind of cool to see from an outsider perspective because we knew that she was taking a break from certain things, but to also see the growth that started to take place. Like when I seen like, okay, Brookie was never seen and then starting to see Brookie again and then seeing her joking again and coming out and then like even when she started singing again, like, literally at Landmark, it put such a smile on my face because Bricky brings a lot of joy. And I always tell her, I'm like, can we be friends? And obviously we're friends, but, like, if you know Brooklyn, you know she brings joy to everyone. And I can't wait to see, like, the growth you've made this past semester and how it's going to apply to your ministry and also to this semester now because, like, we've already seen it, at least I've seen it, like, you know, and so, I mean, I get excited for my friends when, like, they grow, Mm -hmm. because it's, like, 
and I was talking to I was talking to you today <laughs> in the car when we were, we were um, mentioning. I was like, well, you know, I think so and so oftentimes gets overlooked, and I think that's how it is with people. But it's it's like when it's your friends, like you know what they're capable of, and I think you're a powerhouse, Brooks. And I can't wait to see how God uses you oh, so nice. and the husband he brings you. Like, oh, yes, please. I'm really excited. Just, you know, you're doing great. Keep doing it. Keep being you, boo-boo. Thanks. I love you. That's so nice. <laughs> Thanks. I picked Tori. Yeah! I'm excited, and I can't wait to see she is our new secretary. Oh my gosh. Honestly, she's been killing it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm so excited to see that all that comes with and her stepping into this new role, you know, and it's like all that it's going to bring. And I'm so excited for her and for her and Dad. Yeah. Daddy boy. Daddy boy. Oh, Daddy boy. Why are they being here? We love you, Dan. Honestly, he's so thoughtful. I can't wait to see how he asks you to be his girlfriend. If you guys only seen Banquet, he, like, had fireworks and a whole tractor. I can't wait for, like, their engagement. No. Like, oh, yeah. Gonna, he's going to go he's to, gonna like, the He's going to jump out of an airplane. Literally. <laughs> Tori, will you marry me? It's true. That's I beautiful. Know. He would. <laughs> I know. Would have put it past him. Maybe don't. <laughs> oh, don't give him the idea. It's dangerous. <laughs> so, I'm going to choose Janelle. <clears throat> I really feel like my love for Janelle has grown. Um, she came to Hawaii, and we really connected. She actually taught me how to drive. Yay! Cute. Anyway, I know, big deal. But <laughs> this future semester, I really want Janelle to to really. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking. I want Janelle to really just take in this next semester, but I want it. I want her to leave with knowing that she's going in the right direction with like wisdom of all the things that you took from school mm-hmm. with people that love you because I know like sometimes after people leave school they like kind of get nervous about their friendships but I really feel like you have solid friends like whether it's in school or people that live in Stockton but that truly do love you know like if you just like go around you know people people will tell you how much they appreciate her but I hope that you know that you have friends that love you so much and that you know that you have people that believe in you thank you Brooklyn that's very kind appreciate it you don't have to say it about me oh gosh oh here we God. go I'm serious the only person left don't try me me I already did that take <laughs> it well, I guess I'm stuck with Liz. Oh, <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> I want... I don't know. She's like, who are you, Liz? It's really... <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I mean, like, I... I want great things for you, Liz. I mean, there isn't anything, like, super specific that's, like, sticking out, but I know that it's your last semester here, and you are gonna go home, I'm assuming, after yeah. this. Um, but... You know, I want you to walk out of this semester confident and just strong, confident in the Lord and your identity in Him, and, you know, trusting that whatever happens in the future, whatever you do in ministry, whatever you do, is just 
you know, as long as you are seeking after the Lord and doing everything that he asks, it's all going to fall into place. And your future with David. Oh, yes. Yay! Thank you, Tori. That was beautiful. (laughs) I want to say overall that I think we hope for you, Brighter Days listeners, (laughs) that you would walk with the Lord, that you would take something from this podcast and honestly, I do want to say I'm so appreciative. So many people have reached out to us, and we don't take that for granted, and we don't actually take this lightly. I don't, at least. I know you yeah. guys don't. Yeah. Like, thank you for letting us speak into your lives, honestly, and letting us be used by God and lending an ear to the voice of God. And we did take a moment, but we're going to do our best to be as consistent as we can be. Uh, no promises. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. But no, thank you for trusting us. We don't take that burden lightly. And um, I want to say one last thing, and then we will let you go. Or unless you stop listening, then I guess. Peace. Well, sucks. <laughs> um, but I remember last semester, one of the things that I prayed to the good Lord Jesus, and it really just helped me to out. Jesus. <laughs> um, was that I said, God... Because, like we said, like we were all talking about, we didn't feel like ourselves at one point, and we got lost in our flesh. We got lost just in not being focused. I remember praying, and I remember being like, God, I was so frustrated with who I was, and I hated it. I hated every part of who I was, and I remember praying, God, can you realign me? Can you make me righteous? And I would just literally pray that over and over again till I couldn't say it anymore. And I was just like, God, please, like, please, I really need out. You know, like, I need out. I need to be better. And I just want to encourage you, like, if you feel stuck, if you feel like, like you did, like we did, you know, maybe a little depressed, maybe a little like, you're not who you, this is not who you are, and you're just really stuck in something. And I, I want to encourage you to, to pray that prayer. It doesn't matter how long it takes you, if it's hours, if it's two, if you intercede for yourself, you know, speaking in tongues, and it just genuinely, God, like, realign me. Like, let me walk in your perfect will. Let me walk in the spirit that I wouldn't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Like, that's the hope. That's the goal. Every day, um, we'll need more of Jesus. So, I want to encourage you, and I love you, and we love you. Mm-hmm. We do. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, with that, we will now sing the blessing. One, two, three, four, five, six, Which seven, part? eight, two. The Lord bless you. May his favor Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sing your solo part. The Lord bless you. No, sing it up dun, there. Dun, dun. I can't start singing it right now. It's gone. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen. The Lord took my voice away so I couldn't be a musician. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but that's it. So, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no. So thank you. Goodbye. Stay simply golden. Bye, guys. Say it. Exhale. There. It's back, babies. It's back. It's back, girls. There we go. No, and guys. I can't say babies because they think I'm calling them a babe. But say guys too. Bye, girls. And guys. And guys. It's gonna be Friday, Friday, Friday.